Welcome to the Business of Beautiful Spaces. I'm your host, Laura Thornton, Principal of Thornton Design. I'm beyond thrilled to bring you this podcast where I am going to share over 25 years of experience in the interior design industry. As an experienced interior designer, I understand the challenges of running a successful business while also creating beautiful and functional spaces for our clients. Throughout my career, I've worked closely with trades and other professionals to bring my clients' vision to life. And along the way, I've learned a thing or two about balancing that creativity and practicality while running a business. In this podcast, I aim to share my knowledge, my insight with you, other designers, covering all the aspects of the interior design industry, from the creative process to the business side of things, from selecting the right materials to managing budgets and timelines. I am going to share all the tips and tricks that I have learned over the years to help you run a successful interior design business. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out in this industry, this podcast will be for you. I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with you, answering your questions, and helping you navigate the exciting world of interior design. So let's get started on the business of beautiful spaces and explore the art of creating beautiful and functional spaces while running a successful business. Welcome back to the Business of Beautiful Spaces podcast with me, your host, Laura Thornton. Today, let's talk interior design studio necessities. Regardless if your studio is in your home or you actually have a space outside of your home that you call your studio, there are several necessities that you may need in order to effectively run your business and create stunning designs for your clients, along with creating a separation between uh, personal life and work life. So, Let's not take into account all the basics, like your computer, like your software programs that you need to run, for example, AutoCAD and or your accounting software, your basic office supplies like paper and the stapler. Let's not talk about that stuff. That's all just a given. Let's dive a little deeper and talk about some things that might not have been top of mind when I said, let's talk about studio necessities. Let's talk phone line. So having a company phone number or separate line, meaning separate from your cell phone, can offer several advantages from using your personal cell phone for business purposes. And here are some advantages that I found over the years. Because when I first started designing for myself with my own company, I was working from home, everything was about the cell phone. That was every email that was coming in. That was every phone number that I was giving out so that people didn't have my, A, my home number, but that was basically the connection. So it became the everything number. And even fast forward 20 something years later, I have clients that will still call me directly on my cell phone number because they actually don't know that we have a landline now at Thornton Design in our actual studio. So the delineation between having a cell phone that let's face it, is also personal. It's with us all the time versus the office line. I like that now having this office phone number, it is definitely a difference, not feeling that compulsion to have to answer my cell phone number, whether I'm on holidays or if I'm just, it's a Saturday or it's after five or six o'clock at night and I want to relax. I am not even thinking about that phone ringing because if there is something work related, there is a phone line at the studio that is taking those calls. It's managing that message center for whoever they're calling. And it's made a very big difference for me, my life and my family. I really think it also sets you apart 
from the appearance that work is everything and that it maybe is from home, which not to me, but to others might be more of a side gig as opposed to your full-time gig. I think it would be, would have been, and I wish I had actually had a line installed even when I had a home office that would have been completely designated just for Thornton Design um, instead of using my cell phone as my everything. When I provide clients with that dedicated phone number for the business, I really think it sets me apart and shows that I'm serious about work and that I am committed to having a high quality of service and that we are not available 24-7. That separation of personal and business communication that I only use my personal cell phone for business communication then can blur that line between personal and professional life. So the company phone line allows us and our clients to really separate that. So I can maintain a better work-life balance, which any of us can appreciate. I also believe it really sets it apart with a better organization. The company profile line definitely means that the client knows that that is the contact number. There typically is somebody here, unless there was by fluke, everybody at our office may be out on a photo shoot. But there is always somebody here during regular business hours, Monday through Friday, to answer that call and to navigate whatever need there is. And that way they know that that's available to them. We don't even give out cell phone numbers at this point in our business because that is the mode that should be done um, to reach out to us. In addition to that, I'm a big believer that text should not be part of business. I don't like receiving business texts at different times of the day or on a weekend because what happens is if I miss and slip and don't write it down and then a week goes by and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, they texted me on Saturday. I don't look very professional, but I also feel like they shouldn't have had that option to reach out to me. So we don't give out our cell phone numbers at all to clients anymore. Like I said earlier in the podcast, a lot of my clients from even 10 years ago where I didn't have a landline, they actually will reach out because that is the only number that they still have for me. Um, And that is completely fine. But then moving forward, all of our contracts, everything in our welcome guide, everything says that the text is reserved for family and friends and that our phone line is open to you Monday through Friday from 8 until 5. Please feel free to reach out to us if needed. We also note that we prefer email so everything is tracked. But if there is a need to reach out, our landline is preferred. And as I mentioned earlier, I really wish that I had done this sooner, had that delineation between business and personal. So it really does increase your privacy. That company phone line will help protect your privacy so they don't have your cell number. Our clients cannot text you on a Sunday afternoon and ruin your weekend. Um, When you use your personal cell phone for that business communication and we provide them with that number, it does become something where people feel like they are welcome to use it. Um, If you are sharing our personal number with clients and you're going to do that for an exception, I would also precursor it by saying, I don't do this. This is not something I would normally do. I'm doing this for this one instance. So I'm, you know, please respect my privacy. Please don't use this all the time. Um, And with that company phone line, obviously that wouldn't happen. I really think the quality of the call also makes a difference. I'm finding even this day and age, if I'm on calls there, sometimes the service is spotty. Sometimes it's not as clear. I've missed half of what the client is saying. They're saying, are you there? Are you there? Are you there now? Like a bad telephone commercial. Um, So that quality of that call is really important because a lot of the times if you do pick up your phone because you know someone's calling, you might not know who it is. 
maybe a past client who only had your old cell phone number or the current cell phone number, um, in our case now we have a landline, uh, we give that number to a friend, that friend reaches out to me, I answer it in a random time that's not actually convenient, not thinking it's going to be a potential client. So the quality of the call might be spotty, I'm missing half of what they're saying, I'm not coming off very professional. Uh, I do think that dedicated phone line, you avoid all of the dropped calls and the poor reception and other issues that can sometimes occur with cell phone communication even this day and age. Overall, having that company phone line can really help your business appear more professional. It improves your organization, your privacy, it offers better call quality, and while using personal cell phones for business communication may be convenient, a dedicated phone line definitely offers several advantages that can benefit both you and your client. My next necessity that I wish I had done sooner was, even when I was working at home, I wish I had allocated more room somewhere in my home, which is not big, which I can see why I didn't do it, but not knowing the advantage it was going to have. I really wish that I had made room to have samples in my home, in my studio before actually taking on a a rented space like we're in now. Having all of those things at my fingertips has been an absolute game changer, mostly to do with timing. I save so much time having room here in our studio with with having access to books for fabrics, uh, maintaining and keeping our samples once we do have extra samples from our um, fabric suppliers, from having tiles here in the studio, hardwood options, LVT materials for countertops, you name it, we have it here. What the advantage for us was having that improved visual, oh, can't speak today, visualization all the products in the same space at the same time and able to build a client's profile and to build the project and see how it's all coming together has been absolutely pivotal. I used to run around to all the different fabric houses and all the different showrooms and pick and choose a little here, a little there, wait for the samples to arrive at my home or the studio. If I couldn't get Um, samples at the time then you're hoping that they all match when they get together and then you would go to another one and do the same thing and then another another week later you can actually start to see some of the items that you had picked in the same light at the same time and half of them wouldn't work because they were just that little bit of tone off so I really wish I had allocated some more space just to have even if it's one or two fabric lines manufacturers coming in and giving you some access to even you know some of the more neutral colors it really would have saved more time being able to see and touch those samples really made a big difference in addition to that if you are doing a presentation presentation in your space and your client is here and there's one item they don't like you could go over and very quickly grab and replace that one item i really think it made a big difference for decision making Having my product samples in the studio really, really does help you make better decisions and quickly when you can touch and feel and see those items in person. And also the coloring. We're looking at them in all the same lighting that happens to be in our studio, whether it's your home. But as we know, the lighting will make a colossal difference on your color palette. I really do believe that having product samples in your space help you communicate your design concepts better and help you build them in a way that shows different options to you before you present to your clients. It really increases efficiency. Having the product samples readily available in the studio helps us streamline the design process. 
can quickly access and compare different color options or you know sometimes it just doesn't sit right you have done it you've you know you keep thinking about it but something isn't quite feeling great about that design and then all of a sudden you open up a book and you're like that's it this is the one let's switch this out and all of a sudden you love the design so much more that won't happen if you have to travel all over to pick and choose here and there and a little bit of everywhere to get your design to actually come to fruition so the biggest takeaway for us was the increase in efficiency hands down no question I also think it really cuts down cost because we aren't running all over the place kilometers and gas again especially now those items are adding up really quickly with the gas prices that we're seeing in the Toronto area and I do think that that obviously passes on to your clients because we're not wasting it's not wasting but we are not driving around and adding all these hours on to their timeline of what these things are going to cost and our projection of cost for their project for their design time. I also really think that uh, for you, I think it will start to feel like a more professional space and it will affect how you think about your design studio and moving forward. It really gives you an indication of what type of space you're looking for. If you ever choose to go out and, and purchase and or lease or rent a space for your studio, you can see how much space you actually need as these items do take up quite a bit of space. You can see how much you actually need of wall space. The first uh, office that we were in, I wanted it all open, very, very open, and I kept pushing the open. And then when we moved in, I realized I actually needed some walls to put some bookcases on to be able to store some of uh, our goods and samples. So as we kept moving into different spaces, that's one of the first things I realized we do need is some walls. It can't be so open with so many windows that we actually don't have anywhere to put any of our samples. When I think about the days that I would show up with 20 books, dog-eared and, um, you know, with labels of what goes where, and then no wonder when I would show up to present with all these books because I didn't have the samples in my office, how AWOL the presentation would go because, of course, people start flipping through these beautiful books of fabric and all of a sudden they fall in love with something else that's not even the same color as what you were presenting and it would end up in this rabbit hole of, I guess I'm redesigning this space. So the ability to be able to pick ahead of time and not borrow books from a showroom or from a workroom that you work with to do your drapery or your furniture, the ability to have your own books, order your samples that you need for your presentation so that when your clients do come into your studio or you go to them to present the final design, they're only being captured and encapsulated in what you're showing them and falling in love with that, as opposed to being able to see a whole entire book times, however many books you're bringing into their space of options. So it doesn't just snowball into a completely different design. Having them in your own space, regardless if it's your home or your studio is a game changer for you being able to design at your best. Let's talk project management software. We use Asana at our studio, but there's also multiple other, like Trello, for example, will help you keep track of tasks, deadlines, communication relations in every project. As mentioned, we use Asana, so I'm not plugging Asana. I'm just going to use it when I'm referring to this software because that's what we are comfortable with and that's what we use here and I'm familiar with it. But Asana and other project management apps can really be valuable for interior designers to help manage and streamline their business. And here are some ways that this app can be helpful. 
So task and project management, for us here at our studio, we plug in every project that we're currently working on and every bit of communication between the designers or our procurement officer is all done within each project. So we can really isolate and keep all of the communication that's been going on and all the tasks and all our project lists would go into each project. And then it's very easy for everybody to be able to see what tasks have, have not been done, what they're responsible for. Uh, this tool will also allow you to have, if you keep checklists that you use for each project, you can have that go in as a template and then use that template for every single project. So that way you're not missing anything. Again, not trying to plug a sauna, but it really is a great tool to be able to organize and manage all of your individual projects. This can help you stay organized, ensure that projects are completed on time within budget, and also seeing who has maybe too much on their plate as if you have any staff or team that's working with you, or maybe who is a little bit light and you can pass things off. It really does allow a team to collaborate uh, the app allows us to collaborate with our clients if you choose it and your contractors and your team members can also have channels where they're allowed to speak to each other and you can only give them access to certain things. It basically means that everybody can be on the same page without having to separately email uh, your client or your uh, colleagues to be able to know where everybody is on a project. The time tracking and billing is something that also is a big benefit if you do charge hourly or even if you charge a flat fee but you want to track your hours asana or any other project management app just make sure that that's something that you can do within there if you find that that's an advantage for you i know it is for us we know that we are a flat fee we calculate it based on our time at our studio and then this allows us to double check that we're not being inaccurate or if we're if we're not charging enough or if that's not going to happen that we didn't <laughs> charge too little um, but it does allow us to definitely do the analytics later on every month we do it to see if we were accurate or where we can improve and we can see how long it's taking someone to do something in our office or even myself um, you know you forget that I have don't touch AutoCAD per se as much as I used to so I like to time myself and see if I'm just as quick as I remember that I was uh, or if I have fallen behind and uh, need to do it a bit more so I can stay current. But it definitely allows you to see if you're forecasting your hours accurately. So it allows you to file share and also has storage. So any other management app that you're looking at, I would definitely see if that's an advantage or if you need that. If you're finding that it allows you to file share with others, if you work with an architect or an engineer regularly and you need to share things or your contractor, if that's a benefit to you, you might see that this app is definitely something worth looking into. It can help you keep all your project related files in one place. And then everybody on the team who maybe isn't in your studio can access that as well if you give them that access to that file within the app. So you can customize all of your project management um, in between whether you want just projects labeled by name, but you can give each of these projects their own color, their own names, their who's assigning. You can basically have everything organized how you like to organize. They do something that's called rules, meaning if 
a task is completed and that triggers another task that now needs to happen and be assigned to somebody, that software will do that. You obviously need to input it and train it, but it would definitely be a benefit that if now I've completed my AutoCAD drawing and I hit that mark that on the computer app that it's complete, stamp, done, now that program automatically will send the next, next task into the person that needs to do the next task's mailbox and they now know that that is on their plate. So definite benefit there to be able to almost add an option of automation to your studio. So the increased productivity and the time saving of assigning work or or tasks to people on your team is a definite advantage. It really reduces the amount of time that you spend on administrative tasks and increasing your productivity and giving you back some time into your schedule. It can allow you to focus more on the design or your client work or ultimately help you grow your business. I'm quite sure if you Google some of these apps, you'll get a far better description than what I'm giving you because I only really know the one, but I have to tell you that it's made a big difference in our efficiency, even just on my own, let alone with the team. I honestly can't even believe that I am going to say this out loud, but in our studio, an absolute necessity is a ring light. That's right, you heard me correctly, it's a ring light. We have found that that ring light has become a very versatile tool in our studio, and here's why. So, first reason that we bought it was we were finding that our studio, even though it's well lit, we have three chandeliers with 10 light bulbs in each one, they were creating shadows in our space. And we don't have the flexibility to add more lighting into our studio. So we brought in a ring light as a way to be able to view our fabrics in consistent, accurate color lighting. And in addition to that, we can also tweak the ring light. It has the ability to change the temperature of that bulb. So if we want to see how our, that fabric that we might be picking for a client looks in natural sunlight, there is a setting for that on, the, on this LED ring light. If we would like to see what this looks like with cooler temperature, bright LED bulbs at a, maybe a 4,000 um, range, we can see that. We can tone it down, we can turn it up, we can warm it up, and we can cool it down, which really, as we all know as designers, makes a big difference. No one seems to really value the, uh, the beauty of what a light bulb temperature can do and how it can change your design. So we like to view our fabrics using the ring light and, and manipulating the temperature. But in addition to that, sometimes the shadows that are created by our own hand when we're trying to photograph the fabrics, let's use for example on our, we have a big island in our studio that we lay out all our fabrics on and then we attach the ring light to that so that we can turn that ring light on shine it on all the fabrics, and we can take some photos that we can add into our presentation for our clients. Why we like to do that is also because sometimes we find that we will go onto the website for the fabric that we are going to specify, and we look it up online to get all the specifications and all the information about it, and then we see the stock photo. And the stock photo is not a great representation of this absolutely fabulous fabric that we have found and can't wait to show our client, and yet this photo looks nothing like what we're looking at in our studio. Sometimes I find the photos are 
too far away or it's not showing that it has some beautiful embroidery or you can't make out that it's a velvet so you lose some of the texture and some of the character that is in these fabrics because the photography isn't great that's been provided in the on the website so we like to take our own photos in this instance and then add that into our presentation and the ring light definitely gives it accurate color representation it takes out all the shadows it helps us see the colors more accurately and also it it also works with like our paint samples we put our paint samples with it and it'll really show us uh, the truest coloring of it it gives us consistency to ensure that the lighting is consistent with that ring light and make sure that all of our fabrics are also reading very consistency consistently um, it really improves our visibility too because you can check out different angles you can see things different ways if we're thinking about using even a wallpaper on a ceiling then we can use that ring light as a way to kind of you know simulate or give us what that could look like in the space and where that darkness falls on it so we have found that this ring light has really become a necessity in our studio I never would have thought it, but once we have it, we can't live without it. So if you find that sometimes when you're designing, you're not quite sure about the shadows or you can't get a really great shot of a fabric to add into your presentation, I think you're really going to enjoy adding a ring light into your studio. I hope you enjoyed our few tips of things that we find are necessities in our studio. Hopefully they'll make their way into yours. Let us know what you think, and we look forward to seeing you all back here next week. Thanks for listening.